the rioters. Hang Mike Pence. Hang Mike Pence. Trump, they might have a point. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. The January 6th hearings are going on. I think they're on ABC, NBC, and CBS. But Fox said we're not going to play them. That all makes sense. I looked up the ratings for them. Um, It was 20 million people, which... I think that's how much like the Oscars get. I mean, the Oscars used to get maybe 40, 60 million, but lately they don't get very much. So I think the Oscars get about 20 million. And these hearings got about 20 million. So I mean, it's definitely not a small amount. Not Super Bowl, but not small amount. And there was some new information that people didn't know. Um, although it kind of seems, I mean, there's gonna be more of these hearings, but it kind of seems like the general thing was like, hey, remember, the January 6th insurrection? Hey, remember that Donald Trump lied and said the election was stolen? And you know, I don't know, I don't know if the viewers are like, oh, you know what, I totally forgot that Donald Trump said the election was stolen. I totally forgot about that crazy riot slash insurrection. I mean, we'll see if it changes anyone's mind. I mean, I kind of think it's, you know, if you have like super long haul Trump derangement syndrome, I think, I think think it's for you i don't i don't think it's like people in the middle who are uncertain i think it's for you know if, you know if you truly hate trump and you have for years and then you're like you haven't gotten your you know your you know slap your uh inside of your elbow and get the injection going on like if you haven't gotten your fix of trump derangement syndrome i think that's mostly what it's for for those kind of people but i could be wrong it could be it could be tons of independents and moderates who are having their opinions changed on all sorts of stuff. I don't know. I, I listened to a thing that listed all the, the new information. I mean, all, it wasn't that much. But anyways, I listened to a thing. I heard all the new information from it, but I can't remember. The One, one, one of the things I do remember is um, I guess some rioters were like saying, Hang Mike Pence, you know, the, the vice president. And Donald Trump was watching it on TV, and he turned and said to someone, uh, they might have a point. And I think they said that Donald Trump had a seven-point plan to steal the election or something like that. And obviously, Donald Trump has never had a plan longer than maybe two or three steps. So I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if they can back that up. I, that, that sounds not true to me. You know, I'll say again, I'm not a Trump fan, but I hate Trump derangement syndrome. And Trump, what he is, is he's a crazy person. You put a crazy person in charge of America, you get crazy shit. I guess it goes like this. So the general, the general thing about January 6th was, for two months, Donald Trump was saying the election was stolen. And he believed it. I don't think he was lying. You know, lying is when you know something to be a different way, and then you, and you say it, a different way yourself sorry you know the truth but you lie anyways unfortunately for maybe America or maybe for people that hate Donald Trump or maybe for both is that Donald Trump is a crazy person so like I don't know I don't know if he ever under, under understood the truth I think you know Donald Trump thinks that he cannot lose like I could imagine if you're like okay flip a coin and oh sorry tails Donald you lose he'd be like nope it was heads and the the funky part is in his brain, he would believe that it was heads, even though he's, you know, he'd be sitting there looking at tails, and he'd go, it was heads. So, you know, he wasn't exactly lying. He was spreading disinformation. I don't know. 
they're kind of, I mean, they already had an impeachment on this shit. So the question kind of comes down to you got A, you got B, and you got C. So A is Trump was going around lying or whatever, saying stuff that wasn't true about the election being stolen. And C is that there was a crazy-ass riot where people took over the uh, Capitol building. And if they would have gotten their hands on politicians, they might have killed them or who knows what. But then B is Donald Trump caused, you know, Donald Trump caused the insurrection. And it's not clear if that's, if that's true. Whatever. That's the same old stuff. I guess, you know, basically the only thing that really matters on this is do people who are on the fence watch it and have their minds changed? You know, money talks, bullshit walks. So, you know, telling people that hate Trump stuff that they agree with, uh, uh, that's basically of no consequence. But, you know, like, could it, for instance, change the upcoming midterms? And I don't know, like, I mean, in my opinion, like, I don't, li- I don't like what the, I don't like what the Democrats have been doing, even though I've only ever voted Democrat in my life, is they did, they did an impeachment of Trump when they knew it wouldn't work. It's like, if, you know, maybe he deserved impeachment. He probably did deserve impeachment. But don't do an impeachment when you know for a fact you're going to lose, which is what they did. And then second off, maybe you have an insurrection that's terrible and the, and the whole, you know, you need to explain it to America so that it goes down in history, you know, so the history books for decades and centuries later understand how bad it was. Well, maybe that's, maybe, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Maybe that's the truth. But basically they decided to do it 18 months or something like that after it happened. Basically they waited until the next midterms. And now they're like, okay, now we're going to tell the history books what happened. This has nothing to do with the midterms that are coming up in a few months. Anyways, obviously, it's purely partisan getting ready for the midterm stuff. So I guess let's put it this way. If the Democrats really thought that this threatened democracy as much as they say it does, then they would have done this a long time ago. They wouldn't have been like, oh, let's wait till the midterms and see if we can win a few extra elections by going through this. They'd be like, this is, a, this is intolerable and we got to do it right now. We got to expose everything right now. But that's not what they did. They waited 18 months. So illegal immigration is in the news a little bit right now because Biden has a conference thing in Los Angeles. I forget what it's called. It's like the Conference of the Americas or the Meeting of the Americas. Something of the Americas. And so I think like the president of every country from North America to Central America to South America was invited. And maybe maybe the Caribbean. I mean, I don't know. If you're a teeny little country in the Caribbean that no one's ever heard of, I'm not sure you I'm not sure the president got invited or not. But Biden, you know, he's a I mean, first off, he's an old man. I, I, the more I see of him, his brain does not work. But anyways, the Biden administration, they're real pro-democracy, you know, or at least they say they are. They're pro, they're pro their own kind of democracy. And so they said, I think it was Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua. Well, the presidents of those countries, they're not invited. They can't come because they're not good democ- democracies and, you know... Uh, Whatever. America is the judge. America will tell you whether or not you have a good democracy or a good country or if you're a good person. And so they said those three countries need not apply. 
and that's fine that's standard stuff but it got a little crazy because then the president of Mexico, right? Like, I don't know if Canada was gone. So, anyways, Mexico. Mexico. When, when you talk about illegal immigration, obviously Mexico is the big dog. Like, you know, if they're sending them over or they're stopping them, either way, they're the big dog. And so the president of Mexico said, if you're not going to invite those three countries just because you don't like them, then I'm not coming either. And I think there's been some animosity growing amongst Central and South American countries against America, you know, pushing them around. And so a whole ton of countries are like, oh, Mexico said we're not going, or they're not going? Well, we're not going either. And so they had this meeting, and it wasn't, it wasn't like the countries didn't show up at all. They just, the presidents didn't go, you know, so you, I don't know what they do. They pick, they pick like, you know, maybe Mexico picked their vice president to go, or some other, someone other than the president, someone lower than the president. And so that's what all the countries did. They all picked someone lower than the person in charge of the country, and they sent him to the conference. And Biden's in a little bit of a pickle because basically the people, you know, the, let's put it this way. Basically, Americans do not want a ton of illegal immigration. Now, obviously, Republicans don't want a ton of Ill illegal immigration. But in fact, Democrat, Democratic voters do not want a ton of illegal immigration. In fact, they probably like it stopped cold. But the left wing that is kind of more in control of the Democratic Party, like, like let's say the Democratic Party is 50% of America. Well, probably 30% of them don't want illegal immigration, but 20% of them do. And that 20% is the, that's the tail that wags the dog. And so because of that, Biden's kind of stuck. So, you know, like if, if you come to the border with America, basically they're letting you in because the, the tail is wagging the dog and they're, they're letting all the illegal immigrants in. But they don't want to let them in. And so what they would like is for the countries to the south, you know, Mexico, Guatemala, everyone, you know, everyone, everyone down to the tip of Argentina, I guess. I think that's the one near uh, the Antarctic. It's like it would be sweet if you just stopped sending immigrants towards us then we wouldn't have to let them in. Like, we, we, we don't want, you know, uh, you, hopefully you get the idea. And so we'll see what happens. Like, basically, like, Europe had the same problem, and then America under Trump had the same problem, and they both came up with the same solution. So Europe had a whole ton of immigrants coming their way, and they just paid a poorer country, Turkey. They're like, hey, Turkey, just create a ton of tent cities and put all the immigrants in the tent cities and don't let them come into Europe. And, they're, and then they're like, ah, sweet, problem solved. And Trump did the same thing. He's like, hey, Mexico, just create a ton of tent cities and keep all the immigrants in Mexico. Problem solved. So that's the general situation. I guess a couple other interesting things are happening. So like the United Kingdom is sending their immigrants over to Rwanda. Basically, Britain, you know, you, you know, you're an Ill illegal immigrant to Britain. Well, Britain's going to put you on an airplane and send you to Africa. And I talked about this before. It hasn't happened yet, but I think we're like a week or two away from it actually happening. And it's gone to the court. Yeah, it's gone to the courts. And at least the preliminary um, court ruling is, yes, you can take all your illegal immigrants and send, ship them off to Africa. I mean, I don't think that's really going to stand. But anyways, that's the, the current ruling. And the other thing was, I was watching this this lady from the Hill. I think I think they're center left. I mean, she's center right, but anyway, I think the magazine, the outlet is center left. So they're not like a bunch of 
whatever. There's not a bunch of right-wing kooks. But so she went to the border to see what was going on. You know, and it's a bunch of desperate people living in tents before they make a run for getting into America. And that's fine. But the interesting thing she said was that an industry has been created around basically people from South America going through Mexico to get into America. And also other countries. Like if you want to go, you know, if you if you if you want to move into America from Africa, if you wanted to move into America from Haiti, anywhere, basically. If you want to move into America from any other country, I guess, except for Canada, the way to do it is you fly into South America, then you go through, you know, you, you get a bus or whatever, you go through Mexico. You go from the bottom of Mexico to the top of Mexico, and then you go into America. And I think it's, you know, the internet. Like, you know, these people are not stupid. They got the internet. They talk to each other. And they're like, oh, yeah, you fly into Guatemala... You get a bus from Guatemala to Tijuana, or I think they do it more in Texas, and then you just run across the river. You know, and they're like, and I'm emailing you and telling you about this from, who knows what, Detroit. And they're like, I'm glad to be in America, but Detroit is a shithole. But so the interesting thing was, so basically all the way from the bottom of Mexico to the top of the Mexico, it's become a business, and so the cartels, like the drug cartels, you know, they, I'm sure they still sell drugs or whatever it is that they do. They still kill people and sell drugs, but now they've gotten into the moving people from the bottom of Mexico to top of Mexico and across the river, I guess the Rio Grande. They've gotten into that business, and so here's the punchline. You know, like say you don't pay the drug cartel, you just, you're an immigrant or trying to be an Ill illegal immigrant, and you get to the Rio Grande River... And I don't know, you, you, know you, you, put your, you put some clothing and your shoes in a bag so that they won't get wet when you get to the other side, your socks. And you start wading into the river and you're going to head across. Well, there's cartel people right there on the Mexican side of the river. And if you didn't pay them, they go grab you and haul you back to Mexico. And so it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a messed up way of looking at it. But basically, Mexico has its own border patrol like america has its border patrol and mexico has its border patrol america's border patrol is like they're basically kind of like police officers and then mexico's border patrol is like drug dealers and i think if the american border patrol catches you then that's it you're in you're in basically they grab you and then take you into america but if mexico's border patrol catches you they take you back into mexico so just kind of a funny ironic thing twitter handle at anti-woke podcast and thanks for listening